Uh, we're going to uh, consider this morning a few thoughts on building a habitation for God. Building a habitation for God. Um, uh, if you can just put the first slide up, please. And I want to just, as an introduction, look at some uh, scriptures together. Okay. And the next slide, please. The Apostle Paul reminds us in Corinthians, he says, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. Um, actually, as I was preparing on that, and you do not belong to yourself, um, anybody know the, the name? I know... Uh, Many people know the name J.I. Packer. Packer was a famous uh, evangelical theologian who died this week. And one of his quotes was uh, someone posted it on Facebook uh, the day after he died. And one of his quotes was this. Um, we will never really realize, okay, uh, the reality of the power of God in our lives and the blessings of God in our lives until we uh, understand that we are for God and God is not for us. Now, there's some nuance in that, okay? There's some nuance in it, but the, the, the nuance... See, if we li are living or trying to live our Christian life from the perspective, well, God is there for me. He's my, you've heard me use that yeah. phrase, this phrase many times. God is my sugar daddy. And God is not there to be our sugar daddy. Okay, we were created for him. We were created for his pleasure. And until we understand that, we're never really going to enter into the fullness of what God has for us in this life. You do not belong to yourselves. And then, so we have the temple of the Holy Spirit. And then the next slide. The Apostle Peter, you yourselves are living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone, chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Then a little few verses later, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I, I, you know, I, as I read that, I, it... It blows my mind what God has for us. Amen? It blows my mind to understand this is who God says I am. God says I am, a chosen, I am chosen. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm part of a holy nation. I'm here for him that I may proclaim the excellencies of him who called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Given that reality, now let's step back to where I was uh, sharing last week. 
you remember, we shared about uh, David, therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. <laughs> they shall obtain gladness and joy and so on. Okay, uh, and so you see here again, okay, um, uh, that uh, we have been built up a spiritual nation, okay. I am laying in Zion a cornerstone. So what's the connection between when David talks about Zion in the Old Testament and the New Testament talks about New Zion in relationship to the New Testament or the New Covenant? One is an Old Covenant uh, thing and, uh, and the, the other is a New Covenant thing. Now what, what we need to understand is that what David was talking about coming back to Zion, coming back to a physical place of worship, okay, um, really it, it wasn't so much the place that he was getting excited about coming back, the physical place. It was about the fact that that is where he was going to encounter God's presence. It was a place where he would be encountering God's presence because God had promised to dwell in uh, Zion where, and the ark was the symbol of God's presence. And so uh, today, okay, we are to become now the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen? We are to be the place where God's presence rests, where God's presence dwells. Um, and uh, uh, that is an important thing to to recognize this morning. You see, remember what Jesus said to that woman by the well? He says, the day is coming, he says, when it's not about worship me in this mountain or in that mountain, but it's coming that they that worship me will worship me in spirit and in truth. Amen? Out of the reality of the life of the spirit within us, that is what we're going to now, the place where we're going to be now worshiping the Lord. So we are a royal priesthood. We are here to worship the Lord. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Um, and uh, the first thing that needs to take place is we need to have a commitment. Let's put the next slide up, please. Coming back to David. He says, I will not enter my house or get into my bed I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. David was simply saying, the most important thing in my life is to encounter the presence of God. The most important thing in my life was to encounter the presence of God. I'm not going to rest. I'm not going to even go to my bed. I, the most important thing for me is to build a place for the presence of God to dwell in, okay? Uh, and it says, for the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell, and so on, okay? And, and see, God has no purpose to dwell by his spirit in the hearts of men and women. Amen? God has purpose also to collectively uh, uh, inhabit the, 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 the collective church, the body of Christ. That is where his presence is. His presence is in our lives individually, and his presence is in our lives collectively as the church. Amen? 
hallelujah. And this is the promise, I will abundantly bless her provision. So this is not just something that uh, recorded uh, with regard to the Old Testament and David's times. This is now a prophetic declaration regarding God's meeting the needs of the people where he is dwelling and where he is resting. Amen. I will abundantly bless her provisions. I will satisfy her poor with bread. Her priests I will clothe with salvation and her saints will shout for joy. There I will make a horn to sprout for David. I have prepared a lamp for my feet. Just uh, a horn to sprout for David. That is, that's, that's simply means I will make David strong. <laughs> it's about David's strength. And God has promised that you and I will have power, will have strength in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? God is giving us strength. God is giving us strength. Pastor Paul declared, he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. A a priest I will close with salvation. If you go back to the previous verse that we talked about, uh, Peter says we are a royal priesthood. Amen. See, that is, a, that, is, that, that is something that, uh, you know, uh, New Test- the New Testament gospel uh, clearly teaches us that we don't need a priest to stand between us and God anymore. We have a high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that, therefore, there is now no, uh, there is one mediator between man and God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we become individually, the Word of God tells us, priests unto our God. And we can represent ourselves before God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So now the next thing is, okay, uh, the importance of building a place where God can dwell. Building a place where God can can dwell. Now, God is in us by his Holy Spirit. Can you go to the next slide, please? Okay, God is in us by the Holy Spirit. Do you believe that? But the point is, we can have more of God or we can have less of God. It's up to you and to me. And And in order to have more of God, I've got to clean the house. If you want to enjoy your house, your home, um, it's better when all the clutter is removed <laughs> and things are nice and tidy. <laughs> well, from a spiritual perspective, it's important that we clean up the clutter in the house so that God can have free reign, if I can put it that way, in our lives. Amen. And so it's important that we, uh, the pursuit of God's presence is essential in our lives. Coming back to what we just shared about David, he says, I'm not going to let anything stop me from building a place where God's presence can dwell. And so we have, we ha- in order to build a habitation for God in our lives, we have to make it the number one priority in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. The pursuit of God's presence is essential. In order for that to happen, we have to have a commitment to repentance so that nothing will hinder God's presence in our lives. Now, do you, do you recognize that, that we, if we 
keep things in our lives. We hang on to things in our lives. We, 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 we put things uh, that we, we want to keep, okay, for our own pleasures, okay, but which are contrary to the things of God. Uh, we, we are going to limit the power of God to work in our lives. Um, See, we, we can rec- sometimes we, we don't recognize things that are hindering the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And we need the Holy Spirit to, to reveal those things to him so that we can repent and we can make room for God to work in our lives. Um, I, I, was, um, I was reading and, and see, see it's, it's very subtle sometimes. Okay. Um, Nicky Gumbel, who was the uh, founder of Alpha, said this, I remember a man in our small group on Alpha saying that he could not understand the concept of sin as he had led a good life and was not really aware of anything wrong in his life. A few weeks later, on the Alpha weekend, he encountered Jesus and was filled with the Holy Spirit. He had tears pouring down his face. I asked him what he was sensing at that moment. He said he realized how sinful his life had been and how much he had been forgiven. See, when I, when I, when I hear something about people talk about the Holy Spirit and they only talk about the Holy Spirit in terms of power, 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 They forget that the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit is also a refining fire. Holy Spirit is a refining fire. And so the Holy Spirit comes to reveal those deep hidden things in our lives which sometimes we're not aware of, but which are a hindrance to the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And when the Holy Spirit does that, it ought to drive us to our knees and to repent. And when we do that, we open up uh, 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 more room for God to work in our lives. Amen? It's, 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 that's not negative. When God reveals sin to, in our lives, that's not negative. That's positive. God is revealing that to us so that we can fall before him, repent, ask for forgiveness so that he removes the hindrances for the moving of his Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen? So we need to have a commitment to repentance so that nothing will hinder God's presence in our lives. We're talking about building a habitation for God. How do we do it? Now, one of the things we do we, we, in order to build a habitation, and, we, and this is something that we're building inside now, not outside, okay? Be actively involved in praise and worship. Amen? I, I think um, it was mentioned already this morning that God inhabits the praises of his people. Amen. So we need to open up our hearts. We open, open up our whole beings to worship and to praise God and to thank him and glorify him. And, and, and as we do that, as we're actively involved in praise and worship, I want to tell you, there's opened up within us, okay, uh, what, what did um, the, the word of God tells us that uh, one of the uh, evidences of the, the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, he says, and, and, it, and it shall be like a well springing up within. 
Amen? Hallelujah. And pouring out of our lives. And when we, 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 as we praise and worship God, there, there is released from within us something that brings honor and glory to the Lord. And, and, and you know, th that can affect those around and about us. Amen? See, as we've been going through this difficult, these difficult times, okay, uh, and, and we come up, uh, we, we meet with people who may be uh, struggling with dealing with, the, with, with the, the, the difficulties and the problems that the pandemic uh, brings into our lives. And as people, we say, well, we, we, we testify to them of the goodness of God. And by testifying to them uh, uh, of the goodness of God, we're praising God. We're worshiping God. And I want to tell you, that can have an effect on the people around and about us in the midst of the storm. In the midst of the storm. Okay, next slide. Okay. Okay, to, to, in order to build a house, and we're talking about building this house now, okay, we have to intimately know and be immersed in the Word of God. Amen? The Word of God. Jesus said, you know, sort of, that uh, my words, they are bread. I am the bread of life. Amen? We need to know, we need to have the, a good diet in order to, 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 to build up our spiritual house. We have to feed on the Word of God. We have to fill our lives, okay? Uh, remember what Jesus said to the disciples? He says, I'm, I'm not going to be here all the time with you. I'm going to go, but I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes, he will teach you all things and bring back to remembrance the things that I have taught you. Amen? I want to tell you, if you have not... If you're not filling your, your hearts and your minds with the Word of God, the Holy Spirit has very little to work on. Okay. The Holy Spirit just doesn't come and says, well, this is, you know, uh, out, out of the blue. No, the Holy Spirit brings back to remembrance. We have to see the disciples had, uh, had been listening to Jesus. They heard what Jesus said. Okay. And the Holy Spirit didn't say, uh, Jesus didn't say that the Holy Spirit will just teach them things. He says, they will, he will teach them what you have heard me saying. Amen? And so we need the Word of God in order to, to build the house that God wants to dwell in. We have to intimately know and be immersed in the Word of God. And there's so many th other things we could say about that. Pray and seek God's face with all your heart, soul, and mind. There has to be a commitment to prayer. As, as a commitment to a private prayer, a commitment to, to prayer in the church. Prayer is essential. And uh, one, another th uh, thing to, to remind you of this, this morning regarding prayer, prayer is not a one-way street. Prayer is a two-way street. Okay. Real prayer means reaching out to God and listening to what God is saying to you. <laughs> that type of prayer. And the more we involve ourselves in that type of prayer where we, we bring our needs, we bring our worship, we bring our praise to God, and then open up our hearts, uh, 
Remember in Revelations, it says, he that hath a year, let him hear what the Spirit says to you. We have to hear what the Spirit is saying to us. Amen? But we have to be attentive. We have to give ourselves to hearing from the Word of God. Okay. Walk daily and minister in the power of the Holy Spirit. What is that saying? I live every day dependent upon the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? I, go, I face each day. I, I get up in the morning. I, I step out uh, and to, to do whatever my, I, I, I do. And I, I face each day because I can do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. I seek the help of the Holy Spirit from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. I seek the help of the Holy Spirit to l live uh, by every day. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Be so walk daily and minister in the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's just not about me walking, but I have to also uh, uh, minister to those around me. Amen? Yeah. You know, we, we, we go through a life... Everybody, every day, meets people, comes into contact with people, and we are able to minister to people in the power of the Holy Spirit. Not in our own strength, but in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's going to be a short message this morning, but anyway, let's go to the next slide. We need to be committed to developing a prosperous soul. Amen. God wants us to prosper. You know, what, what, what did we read in, um, in that, the scripture? Uh, I will abundantly bless her provisions. I will satisfy her poor with bread. Hallelujah. God wants us to prosper. Amen. God wants you and me to prosper. But the priority is spiritual prosperity leading to uh, maybe, you know, natural or physical and material blessing. The most important thing I need is spiritual blessing. Amen. Amen. See, the Bible is quite clear. The spiritual comes first, the material comes second. <laughs> one, but, and the one can flow from the other. I will abundantly bless her provisions. I, I want to tell you, but <clears throat> how productive is your spiritual life? How productive is your spiritual life? I, I, want, to be, I want to be productive for the Lord. Amen? I don't want to be idle. I don't want to be lazy. I want to be productive in my walk with the Lord. I want, I want to be a blessing to others. I don't want to just be blessed myself. Be blessed myself. I want to be a blessing to, to other people. Amen? That's a wonderful thing, to know that God can use me and that I can be a blessing. I can be prosperous. And out of my prosperity, out of my spiritual prosperity, I can bless others. You know, the, the Bible talks about uh, that blessing which, uh, uh, which goes over the walls. 
that goes over the walls. That, uh, 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 so I'm not just enjoying uh, things inside my garden, as it were, inside the walls of my life, but I, 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 I have so much prosperity in the Lord, it, it goes over the walls and blesses those outside. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. And so we're building a house for God dwelling, and we have a passion to keep growing, committed daily to make this a priority. How many know it is important that we grow? That we grow in the things of God? Um, uh, you can ask this question, about, and I'm sure uh, it ought to be a, uh, something we can all say. How many know that uh, um, since I've come to know the Lord, okay, I, I, I've grown, <laughs> I've matured. <laughs> I'm able to handle things today that I couldn't handle yesterday. Amen? <laughs> Amen? The things that used to uh, uh, you know, overwhelm me in the past don't overwhelm me anymore. Amen? I, 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 and I want to grow even more. I want to become more like Jesus. How many know that that's, that's one of the priorities? Yeah. How many know that uh, God's priority for us is not for, for me to have a million-dollar house, but God's priority for me is that I become more like Jesus? Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And, and, and those other things will, will, will flow from my relationship with the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. And, and some of those things actually will, will come, on, come into my life simply by me working hard. <laughs> okay. And finally, we need to be committed to giving God your best. Amen? Hallelujah. If I want to build a place where God can, can, can dwell, the habitation of God in my life, it has to be, I have to be saying, God, you are getting the best of everything in my life. I'm not holding, I, I don't, I'm not keeping anything in my life separate from you. I'm, 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 I'm not saying, God, so far, but no further in my life. You are going to get the best. There's nothing going to stand between in my life that's going to stand between me knowing God's best. I can't expect God's best if I don't give God my best. Amen? Hallelujah. And so we are building a house for God. We're building a habitation for God. Coming back where we started last week about Zion and David's desire for, uh, to come to Zion, uh, this morning... I trust that you are committed with me to ensuring that this tabernacle, this temple of the Holy Spirit, I want it to be totally, completely yielded and separated and committed to God's purposes in my life and for his glory. Amen? Not that I will be able to boast of anything, but I will be able to boast. Uh, uh, what he Paul says, I, I, I don't want to boast about anything, but I only want to boast about one thing, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And, uh, and 
when we come to that place, I believe we'll be able to uh, again say with Paul, in him I live and move and have my being. What a wonderful place to come to. What a wonderful place to, be, to come where, where I realize that my whole life is about all about God, all about him, all about living for him and, and seeing his blessing uh, being poured out on my life and through his blessing poured out on my life, me being a blessing to others around and about me. I don't want anything this morning, I don't know about you, I don't want anything to, to stand between me and knowing the fullness of the presence of God in my life. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And it doesn't matter where I may be, what I may do, be doing. No matter what you, 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 your station in life is, no matter what you, your occupation in life is, you can, every moment of every day, live with the confidence, reality of the presence of God in your life being there for you. Amen? Amen. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you this morning. Amen.